Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Heather works in a helpline call center when she receives a phone call from a mystery man. She has no idea that the encounter will change her life forever. The film is called Phone Call, and it stars Sally Hawkins and Jim Broadbent, uh, and it is uh, a remarkable film, uh, nominated for an Academy Award for live-action short film, and the director is Matt Kirby. Kirkby. Did I? I'm so sorry. Matt Kirkby. That's all right. Hey, I'm, I'm happy to be called anything, really. You, you should hear what my sister calls me. <laughs> Well, Matt, uh, okay, well then, <laughs> um, so we're, the director is Matt Kirkby, and he is joining us today here on Film School to talk about his wonderful film, uh, Phone Call. Uh, Matt's background includes working with Ridley Scott on a number of film projects, as well as, as uh, music videos, including Adele, Basement Jacks, Muse, and others. Matt, welcome to Film School. Well, thank you very much for having me. It's nice to nice to be here. Now, let me ask: Did you go to film school? Were you an actual attendee at? Uh... Well, I, actually, when you just said "Welcome to film school," I was thinking, "Oh, oh, does that mean I've gone to film school?" Now, I went to um, a film school in London called Goldsmiths. It seems like a very long time ago now, and um, yeah, we uh, we used to kind of film things on video on great big camcorders and things <laughs> on VHS tapes. So, you know, it's kind of prehistoric times I was at film school. <laughs> well, you've seen you've seen the the past and the future and um and obviously done well working with Ridley Scott. Tell me a little bit about your work before we get into phone call. I want to ask you a little bit about your background, uh, Ridley Scott. Uh what'd you do with him? Well, it sounds it all sounds quite kind of um uh, pretty cool working with Ridley Scott, but essentially I've worked my way up from uh, being a runner, being an intern at, at places like MTV, where mm. I first started doing music videos, was there for a few years, you know, sweeping the floor, making the tea, and uh, managed to get my first uh, music video made, which did very well, which then got me signed to a production company. And, and and then I joined Ridley Scott Associates. So I, I wouldn't say I'm on first terms with Ridley. I don't think he'd ever recognize me <laughs> if he saw me. Um, it's, you know, it's one of these big old companies, and uh, we're, we, we have kind of one floor at the building is music videos, and then you get higher up and you do commercials, and then Ridley's Palace is on the top floor. It's <laughs> okay. like, you know, like a Terry Gilliam movie. And um, and you get wafts of uh, cigar smoke occasionally, which let you know that he's in the building. Well, very good. Well, I just was wanted to kind of uh, delve a little bit into that background, but I want to talk about uh, Phone Call. It is a beautiful film, uh, as I said, an Academy Award nominee for a live-action short film, and stars Sally Hawkins and um, and Jim Broadbent, two of my favorite actors. Tell me a little bit about the, the film itself. And talk to us a little bit about um, what prompted you to do this particular story. 
Well, what, what happened was my day job, um, after I kind of uh, stopped doing music videos, got into commercials, and after a while of doing commercials, you kind of um, feel like you've, kind of, you, you've sold your soul to the devil, really, when you're staring down a lens looking at a KFC burger one too many times. So um, I, I, I really wanted to take time out from that and make something I was proud of. Yeah. Um, and, and make something that um, hopefully reached an audience and, and, and would work as a calling card, really, to, to break into feature films. I, I spend most of my time sat on my own with my laptop writing screenplays when I'm not uh, shooting commercials and music videos. So it's, it, it, it was kind of that, that impetus that, um, that, that brought about the project. And, and briefly, the, the film, as we described at the top of the uh, con our conversation, has to do with Heather, played by Sally Hawkins, who uh, works at a suicide hotline center, or a helpline center, as it's called here, and um, gets a call from a man who is obviously in great distress. The, is, have you... Yeah, any yeah. So go ahead. Where did the story come from? The, the, stor the story initially came from... Um, uh, a, a colleague of mine at work, James Lucas, we co-wrote uh, the script together after we, we were just having a cup of tea at work and got chatting. And it turned out that his mother and my mother both uh, have volunteered on one of these services. And, um, and, and, and obviously they're, they're kind of very grounded, normal mums um, who, who actually give their time uh, and, and, you know, they leave the house of an evening and go and spend three hours on the phone listening to the most dramatic um, uh, uh, stories on the other end of the phone. Um, so, so it wasn't that the story came from, um, uh, from either of them, but I like the idea of the, these ladies that go out there and they're mm -hmm. very gentle, and if you looked at them in the street, you wouldn't think anything of them maybe you'd even underestimate them but actually they're like superheroes and certainly sally's uh, character in the phone call you know we underestimate underestimate her she she wanders into work she she's a little frail kind of little injured sparrow kind of a girl but when she gets on that phone she's she's made of steel and she's tenacious and she will not let go yeah. and, um, and and that's what i was interested in it's a beautifully nuanced performance on the part of both uh, Sally Hawkins and Jim Broadbent, but particularly, as you said, she is in 98% of the film. Um, there's only a couple of brief shots that where she's not in it, and she is, as you said, she looks a little frayed, uh, but when she sits down at that desk and picks up that phone and starts talking to uh, the mystery caller, She's remarkable, and and it's you know I have to tell you people that I've known in my life that are of this kind of calling, they are the the degree to which they have developed this sense of empathy uh, for others is, I think we don't value nearly enough in our in our daily lives. These people are remarkable for that reason alone. I think you're right, and 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 isn't it interesting how they volunteer it? Um, you know, they seek out. Uh, trying to help other people. Uh, they're never paid for this. They do it in their own time, and, and they, they do it because they want to help us out. You know, we all find ourselves in a pickle sometimes and maybe on our own and haven't got somebody that we can um, share our problems with. And, and these, these people, they're like 
they're, they're superheroes to me. You know, you have a lot of superhero films with explosions and things, but there's not many that have what I think are real heroes in them. Right, and I, I couldn't agree more. I think that there there is something in their nature that is compelling them to do this because of this, as I said, this sense of humanity and empathy and uh, and care. And just uh, it's it's a beautiful thing to be around, and it's a lovely thing to see on a film. Uh, and, and Sally is just remarkable in that performance. So um, you as a director were able to get from her uh, a, a really terrific performance, and uh, congratulations on that. Um, and let's not leave out Jim Broadbent, who plays the other half of this equation beautifully. Just, it, it's easy to see. I, I, he's, just, he's just wonderful. He's wonderful in everything he does, but he's particularly poignant in this film. Um, tell me a little bit about the interplay. Were they... Were they on at the same time of the film? I mean, uh, do, during the phone they, call? They did were. You? They were. I did. I was fortunate enough to um, get a gap in their schedule where both were available for two days. So um, rather than filming Jim separately, um, I, I was adamant that I wanted them on yeah. the phone line together. So we filmed in a disused old office, and then I set up a little room for Jim next door. And he's actually on a phone line too. Sally, which meant that um, we could do these really long takes um, because Sally's a genius. She can do 20-page takes without fluffing a single line. And and that meant that they could really get into their conversation and get into the emotion of it as well. Well, the conversations feel very lived in. They feel very much um, like uh, the conversation that you would imagine between these two people in this situation. And um, I, I was reminded of uh, Stephen Knight's uh, Locke. He was ta- we, we had a conversation about his film and doing the same thing. It was really important, I think, for, for Tom Hardy and for, for him to be able to, to do that, to have people live uh, during the during the filming, uh, and it's a great, I'm really Absolutely. happy to hear Yeah, I'm happy to hear you were able to do it as well. It, it feels it. There comes a point where um, there comes a point where you're three or four pages into some dialogue where you know nobody's saying cut, so you're carrying on and you you realise that you're not acting. And I I think hopefully the life of the character then kind of takes over. And Sa- Sally certainly went into autopilot. Then she was she was she wasn't pretending or acting. She was on the line trying to save Jim Broadbent's life desperately. Yeah. Well. Well. Um... And again, both of them. I just uh, having uh, what for you as a, you, this is really you said it as a calling card for your for uh, moving forward in in your film career for um, uh, feature films. Uh, given the notoriety that you've received for the film, um, I'm going to ask a question I don't know the answer to. Does BAFTA have its equivalent of short um, short film program um, for nominations? They do. They do. It's on this weekend, but we didn't make it. So um, uh, you have to kind of take it on the chin. And certainly this this year we've um, we've played at 60 festivals. We've been probably turned down for 60. And um, in our first three months of trying to get in any festival, you realize that 
festivals don't watch your films. I was going to um, say, I was just going to say that. They haven't got the resources. Yeah. Well, Matt, I, I can't imagine uh, that anyone who watched this film uh, would not have been moved. And, and I don't know. I don't know what world they're living in. or But uh, obviously it's good. Then it must feel particularly gratifying for you to have received the, the Academy Award nomination. It's great. It's it's um, it's obviously. It, it sounds like a cliche to say it's an honour, but it, to feel honoured is a, is a great feeling. To wake up in the morning and think, we made this film on a shoestring. Uh, we, we pulled together all the favours we could, and you can't do it on your own. Um, you know, there's probably been thirty odd people involved in this project who've 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 volunteered for us and given us their time and their talent. You can't do it on your own, and 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 no money whatsoever and then to find ourselves with the potential of uh, having the big prize and we're hobnobbing out here with at these fantastic events wonderful lavish academy events and you just kind of pinch yourself and think wow we 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 got here it's <laughs> it's, it's it's quite amazing well i want to remind our listeners uh, in uh, that we're speaking with the director of uh, the, is it the phone call or phone call? I've seen it written both ways. Is it what's technically the right way? To uh, the phone call. The phone yeah. call. I apologize. I thought it was the phone call. Uh, we're speaking with the director Matt Kirkby, uh, and in uh, and, and I again, hopeful that this, as you said, hopefully is a calling card for you to be uh, given the re- uh, opportunity to direct. Uh, a feature-length film. Uh, I hope that's happening. I hope you're getting some inquiries uh, from from people with some serious people because uh, in addition to the content and the performances, the pacing of this is beautiful. It's beautifully lit. It looks... It's a terrific film in every sense of the word um, and um, it certainly deserves to be uh, feeded for, for its... Uh, for, your, for your work. Um, that's... Have you have you had? Well, that's very kind of you, and it's great to get that kind of feedback because obviously you make these things in a bubble, and uh, you, you never quite know uh, if they work. It's like kind of being in your bedroom practicing a magic trick, and until you get out there and watch audiences reacting and listen to people like yourselves reacting, you you, you never honestly know if the thing works. So. It, it, it's it's a lovely feeling having having such positive feedback. Well, and I, I will compliment you again on another aspect of the film because there are two things that happen at the be- one at the beginning and one at the end, in which you are able to convey a lot of information in in very in a very limited uh, amount of screen time, and I would refer to the beginning sort of the budding relationship between uh, Sally and her coworker. And then, of course, the end with uh, with the um, well. I don't want to say too much because at the end, I think we're giving, <laughs> giving away too much. With the I, thing that happens. The thing that happens. <laughs> and uh, but again, I think that that's the mark of a, a true filmmaker who's able to uh, to provide us, the audience, with a lot of information, not just raw information, but emotionally charged information, and uh, in 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 very sophisticated ways and I think your film does that as well so well but some of those moments that you know it's our intention to to for, for that to come across but it 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 doesn't come easily and even that first I think 30 seconds um I, I wouldn't be overestimated by saying we we spent a week trying to cut that to make that subtlety 
um, uh, come across not too strong, not too light, that you would remember uh, certain elements. Yeah. Um, so it, it, it's, yeah, it doesn't just happen. It's uh, some very talented uh, people involved, editors, the music, yeah. um, the way that the music feels, makes you feel and draws you in. Yeah. It, 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 it's really is kind of an ensemble piece that um, obviously Sally's got this fantastic central performance, but she's, she's also backed up by some great music, great cinematography, yes. uh, great editing. It, it really, Matt, it really is that less is more, and, and that's, it's easier said than done. You're absolutely right, you know, paring it down to the essentials. And, and again, your film does that, so, um, and does it well. Well, I, 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 I can't wait for, for further work from you, Matt. I'm hoping that uh, the next time we talk, it's, uh, you know, a big budget film with Jim Broadbent and Sally Hawkins and, and, and a cast of thousands. Exactly, exactly, yeah. and I get paid for it this time. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I can afford to stay in a hotel rather than on somebody's couch. Oh, well, when I come well, back. well, you'll remember these days. You'll remember them. You'll look back fondly on the formative time in your in your career as a filmmaker. Although you've been doing this a little while, I imagine you're probably ready to move past all of that. Uh, but uh, gosh, it's it's wonderful to talk to you, and and uh, I I will look. I will be. Uh, eagerly awaiting uh, the Academy Awards uh, for uh, to hear your name called out. And I, I, I hate to jinx you. I shouldn't have even said that out loud, should I? That shouldn't have been the thing I said. Oh, but... it's, well, it's a thought that goes through my head every <laughs> uh, six seconds. So I'm trying to get, get it out of my head and not, you know, it's impossible to ignore. Uh, it, so well, well, uh, all will happen. And, yes. And, you yes. know, I'm happy either way. All right. Well, uh, congratulations, I, and uh, all the best uh, moving forward for you and for your career. And uh, if you, if and when, when you are back uh, on yeah. the scene <laughs> yeah. with a with a feature length or whatever project you are, I hope you'll find a little bit of time to come back and join us on Film School. Oh, definitely, absolutely, absolutely. And if you if um, if you're able to um, uh, stay in touch whenever you've got the the piece or when it's going to go out or a, a, a little link to it that would be great and we can put it on our social media and spread the word about about I, you guys as well i will send it out why don't you tell our listeners the the website address as well yeah yeah it, that would be great yeah it's uh, it's just called uh the phone call dot com have i got that Let's right have a look. let me double check before i say something silly it is I should have that in front of me, but I, oh, I do have it in front of me. It's, it's called call the, the phone call film dot com. I do have it. It's right here in front of me. Sorry. Brilliant. The, yeah, the, the and there's trailers on there for people to look at. Right, right. That kind of thing. Excellent, Matt. Thank you for being on Film School, and we'll talk to you soon. Awesome. Thank you, mate. Take care. Have a great day. You too. Bye. Bye bye. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.